0: I appreciate uh, your faithfulness and especially on Wednesday nights uh, to, to be busy uh, as we are and uh, in life and having to deal with life and the circumstances of life, but you're willing to come and to be so faithful to come, amen. man, on Wednesday nights to worship with us and pour out your heart and to respond to such a move of the Lord as we've had here tonight. And I know you're weary. I know you're tired. We haven't got them glorified vessels yet. We've got to deal with these or vessels. It's got their limitations. Amen. But I'll tell you what, nothing like the Holy Ghost can get us moving. Amen. It can get us stirred up and, and nothing like seeing our loved ones. Amen. It needs a, a dire touch of God. Uh, Sister Peggy Ford stood in for Leanna. Let's pray for her. She's kind of a situation. Amen. I, I guess in one sense, the, the physicians pretty well. I don't know if they can do anything or not, but maybe going to maybe possibly someone else. And uh, but one thing about it, God can, God can, Amen. So she's she's in a lot of pain and uh, some things going on there that really it blows my mind. I don't I don't understand, you know. But anyway, I'm not a physician by no means, but uh, let's keep them in mind. I'm going to touch on some of the same things that I was talking about, Amen. Sunday night, believe it or not, <laughs> Hallelujah. It's good to see all of you uh, and. And uh, hopefully we didn't come to bore you. But, but uh, and I'm just going to jump through some of this. And uh, because I, I want to be his workmanship. I want to be God's workmanship. Uh, I, I believe it takes certain things to become that workmanship. Uh, I believe living for God's a journey. I believe he's constantly working on us. Amen. We're not perfect yet, but we're striving. And uh, I believe there's certain things that you're going to have to do. Uh, I believe being faithful to the house of God is one of them. Forsake not. We may talk about that in Hebrews. Uh, It it brings that to our attention. Uh, I believe you have to be faithful to prayer. Uh, I believe it would be a good practice of yours. Uh, I realize we focus a lot of times on, and I've made it, and I haven't really made the other two, a man starting service as I have on 5.30 service time on Sunday evenings. And so we put a little more effort in to be here at 5.30 on Sunday evenings for prayer time. But you know what, just as important, 9.30 on Sunday mornings, and if possible, and I realize on Wednesday nights, a little different, but 6.30, amen, on Wednesday nights. Uh, you're not going to have moves of God, moves of the Holy Ghost without uh, prayer, and, um, and I realize now if work something like those, it does, it happens, and you're not able, that's understandable. God knows, and you know, okay? Let me just put it that way. I don't have to give you, uh, if you know, if you can make it or not. I do believe that um, if, if you don't come and pray here, the chances of praying a whole lot at the house is a lot slim too, amen. Now, that might have went over like a lead balloon, but uh, praise God. Uh, prayer, prayer, that's one of the things that helps shape us, helps mold us. There's nothing light. How many likes to get into a prayer closet? I mean, likes to get in a place, especially, now your flesh don't, sometimes you got to discipline it and force it and, and, and baby it and whatever especially in the early hours of the morning to get it going. But, uh, but once you ever get there and reach that point and God comes in and you feel the hand and the presence of God, amen. Uh, good prayer meeting sometimes can do more for you than anything else. A good old-fashioned uh, prayer closet prayer. Well, the Holy Ghost comes and just works on you as an individual. It's these type of prayers, amen. It's intercessory prayers, and that can make a difference for the kingdom of God and things that, that help us prepare us, amen. Preparation that needs to be made. Um, you know, you got to prepare. <clears throat> and I know everybody's not the same. Everybody's not gifted the same. Everybody, amen, can't just operate the same. All singers, all instrument players, all preachers hallelujah, not the same, they're not all gifted the same, and some of them has a little better gift and things of that nature, in fact, I stunk Sister Buford out before prayer meeting this afternoon, and uh, uh, she was talking about Brother Holmes, and uh, talked about his mother, and his mother had such a spirit about her, a humble uh, spirit, and said that Brother Holmes really took after her, amen. And uh, it's but but everybody don't have that, you know, elder brother Holmes didn't. (laughs) Let me just leave it like that. And uh, so so everybody's not quite the same. But and what I'm going to focus on, uh, maybe not just all tonight, but uh, uh, who helps us with this? Who places that will in us? Amen. Uh, Believe it or not. And uh, I'm going to skip around a little bit and just kind of shoot all over the tree. I kind of done that the other night, didn't I? Uh, <clears throat> but we're going to do it, you don't even have to stand I'm going to address a few scriptures and focus a little bit more, amen I might go back to Old Testament, I don't know, we'll just see uh, But I want to be his workmanship Man, I, I want to I wanna be what God wants me to be I want to walk where God wants me to walk, amen I want to knock on the doors and uh, invite people and uh, whatever, amen God knows, God knows And uh, I-, I believe the time is short there's ever been a time, in fact, the Bible talks about that, I'm talking about the time, amen, even then, and uh, so, but if you like to, you want to follow along with me, and uh, the, as far as I can tell, amen, workmanship, it's not, it's not a term that's mentioned real often, to, even throughout the Bible, uh, but it is mentioned here in Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, and I'm going to start there, but I really want to wind up and focus on an area in just a few minutes, another area of the Bible, Uh, About the wheel, the wheel, amen, having the the affection or the passion. Um, When you look back at David, David had a passion. He had an affection, amen, for the house of God. Amen. And to build it. You know, the story is probably better than I do. But uh, David wanted to build the house of God. And uh, the prophet told him, hey, that's good. Good thing. Good heart. Good, good reasoning. But God spoke to him and said, no, go back and tell him he can't do it. Amen. But God didn't just tell him he couldn't do it. But he told him, you know, you know he, he, he responded to him in a way to let him know that, uh, that was a, it was a good idea. You got good intentions. And, and David handled that. David handled that. I think uh, one of the uh, more most important things is because um, you and I, as individuals, um, probably not any of us would was not where we would like to be in Christ, um, and probably some of us, you know, is not where we thought we would be. Maybe in the call or uh, in the service where we thought, you know, five years ago that we would be, but we're not. Amen. And so these kind of things can can mess with us. These kind of things can affect us, and. And we have to be careful not to blame uh, others. Amen. I, I don't believe no man can really hold. And I've heard, but I, I really believe, especially any man with a sincere heart, especially a pastor. Amen. Uh, he, he, he didn't have a desire to hold anybody back. Amen. That's for sure for the kingdom of God. I don't hold nobody. Amen. For what God wants to call them, how God wants to use them. That's God's business. He's God. Amen. Uh, but uh, it's David here you're going to notice which because he wasn't the one that's going to actually put the hands on it. But God gave him the pattern. If you go back and read it, go back and observe it closely. And, And David, a man gives Solomon because God told them that Solomon was going to be the one. And even David comes on as, as, as he makes it plain unto the people. He stands before the congregation and he tells them. He said the palace. He calls it the palace in 1st Chronicles 29th chapter. It's mentioned twice in that particular chapter. He calls it the palace and he's talking about the temple. And he tells them a man. He says Solomon is the man. And he, he makes them to understand. He said and God chose him. Not, not me. Even though. We could very easily said that that was David's favorite. That Solomon was his favorite. But, but we know that God's hand and God had chose him to build the palace. And, and David doesn't stop there. But he, he, he starts laying up and storing up. And you read in the first part of that chapter in First Chronicles. In fact, it goes kind of like this. And he says, talk about, he said, God has chosen him. He is yet young, young and tender. And the work is great you know what if we're not careful sometimes it's pentecost and it's sometimes you listen to our surroundings in the phenomenal world we may forget about how important the work is how important it is for us to do our work and what we're called to do amen and what and sometimes that call can be seeing something that needs to be done and and, and seeing it Amen. responding to it to, to do it not to for, not forsake it, not to shun it, but to see, hey, that's something that needs to be done. And, and uh, you know, start pursuing that and reaching out to that. If we'll do that in the natural at the house of God, we'll also do it in the spiritual. It works hand in hand. The more we become sensitive unto our surroundings and the things around us, the more sensitive we can also come to the spiritual things and the need that's there. I believe that's one of the things that pushed Hannah. Amen. To the point and place of prayer. Amen. She saw the need of a son. Amen. The need of a son that could be a priest. That could take the place. Because she knew that Levi's boys were evil and wicked. And doing things that was ungodly. And they had become polluted. And they was, was polluting the temple and the worship and and the people. Hallelujah. And so this great need. Amen. Caused her to really begin to seek and cry out. Amen. Even though uh, Jacob tried his best to please her. Giving her. Amen. And sums, great sums, and ten times more than, than what she did to Leah. But that I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get the job, I mean, but but you're gonna see, amen, that 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 whenever you see that need, how many of you believe it needed we need a spiritual awaken amen, in our country? How many of you believe that uh, our community needs some good, godly, Holy Ghost-filled people? A man that'll stand this truth. That uh, without arrogance. Without mumbling, Hallelujah. Not not with regret either. The way we dress. The way we walk. The way we live. And, and it goes deeper than that. Watch this. Because I, I'm more focused. Amen. Tonight. Hallelujah. And on this church is our heart. Amen. The condition of our heart. Amen. The condition of our minds and our spirit. Because that's that's more important at this present time. And so. That's what we want to work on. That's what we're going to deal with. And so, who helps us with all of this? It's God. And we see Amen. man that that's the reason we must have the Holy Ghost. But not only do we must have the Holy Ghost, we must allow it to work in our lives. And work in our lives on a daily basis. That companionship, that fellowship. Hallelujah with God. And, and, and to walk with Him. But you're going to see, when you look at that particular chapter, in 1 Chronicles 29, you're going to notice <clears throat> about the... Um, third verse and this is David talking to him because he's talking about how he had prepared a man for all the might with all his might for the house of God he prepared the gold for the gold and the silver for silver and the brass for brass and the iron for iron and the wood for wood and the stones and onyx stones and glycerin stones and all these materials that had been laid up and that he had now watch this I believe also amen this helped promote others amen to get involved in giving have you ever been in a situation where hallelujah somebody you know there was a need and somebody responded, and you knew, Amen, when they gave, it caused you to have a passion, or desire, a desire, it quickened something in you and say, Hey, I want to do my part. I want to give, and I want to be a part of this. And it can cause a spirit of giving. And look, I believe that somewhat took place here because you read on here how the people was willing to give and and, and be a part of that. But in the third verse, it makes mention this: more because I have set my affections what? To, to the house of my God. I've set my affections. And, and and when you really begin to talk about affections. And, and passions and desires and things of that nature. We begin to understand how important the temple is. How important uh, at this particular time he called it the palace. Amen. This is a place. I, I was going to bring my Bible study chart up here and just set it up here to let you look at the tabernacle plan and what had been given to Moses in that tabernacle. The, 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 that is a God's idea. And, and all the time and I talked about that some Sunday night and the process up to that and, and how that he spent those 40 days and then with God and God giving him Instructions and how to build and how to set up. And he promised him men. Men that God said that he would anoint them with his spirit to be... Craftsmen, Amen. With their hands. He would give them the spirit of wisdom. And knowledge. And understanding. About metals. And woods. Hallelujah. That they could fashion. And form this tabernacle. Hallelujah. That he had laid out to Moses. Hallelujah. And thank God tonight. Hallelujah. We got even a higher priest. man Than Moses. Hallelujah. We got the high priest. Called Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, that That's in the heavens. And that the tabernacle of heaven. And as we cry out. And reach out to him tonight. Hallelujah. kiss. Hand and his power as it begins to move and operate upon us, and and, and so as we watch some of this, amen, begin to happen and begin to unfold and take place. And so you can see how that uh, God begins to work and God begins to. to, But I want to take something out, and I I know I'm, 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 but anyway, I want to. There's some things I believe in the heart of God, the plan of God, and and the work of God, even in the New Testament, God had no intentions forever to change. I could take you to Numbers the seventh chapter. There was a time there that the princes of Israel, the heads of the house of their fathers, the princes of the tribes, they came, they came to bring offerings, but they brought they brought oxes and they brought wagons, covered wagons. And they had given them and handed them a man unto the tabernacle, to the service of the tabernacle, and the people, a man of, of the tabernacle. And watch this. The Lord, whenever they come and each one had an ox, and they brought them before the tabernacle, the Lord God spoke unto Moses, Take it of them that they may do it to to the service of the tabernacle and to the congregation. Thou shalt give unto the Levites to every man according to his service. Notice that. Pick up on that. Every man according to his service. New Testament, you read about, and you hear statements made like the the measure of a man, a man, the measure of a man. Hallelujah. The way God measures is far different than the way you and I measure. Hallelujah. We have a tendency, and I mentioned this Sunday night. Hey, anybody ever heard the statement, hallelujah, he don't look like a president. And we were just going back his outer countenance. Hallelujah. Whether or not, regardless of what he may have had on the inside. Hallelujah. But you and I know that whenever a man was... Uh, um, the, the prophet, amen, Alexander, went to anoint, amen, the, the man of God and Jesse and and he turns and here comes his, the oldest brother out and you know by the size and even he thought, hey, this is the man. He's This is a man, but uh, but he told him, he said, no, God don't measure by the statue and the outer countenance. God measures the heart. Catch that, the heart, amen, the heart of a man. Hallelujah. And that's not necessarily always focused upon courage and things of that nature and all of that. Amen. But God, even in the Old Testament, knew where the real, real measures at, and real strengths at. And where it really happens is the heart of the man. Amen. It's what's what's inside this man. What he has affection for. What he has passion for. That's the reason it's so important to fall in love with truth. In fact, it's so dangerous if you don't fall in love with it, you'll be, God will send you a strong delusion and cause you to be, be damned, to be lost. Hallelujah. Because if you've got a love for truth, if you got a love and desire to be filled with righteousness, the Bible says you shall be filled. Uh, you, nobody's gonna ever persuade me. Amen. And it's not that people don't love God, they love God. But amen, we find ourselves in a struggle, amen, with this old nature and this old man. Hallelujah. And the ups and downs and things of that nature. But on the other hand, it's a love of truth, it's a love of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I, we we don't, you know, we don't despise holiness, we don't despise the way to live for God. No, we, we understand that we have a revelation why amen because so let's understand this every man's servile ability but watch what happens in this amen even though he allowed them to take those covered wagons and all, and servile and Moses took the wagons the oxen and gave them unto the Levites two wagons to four oxen amen he gave to the sons of Gershon and according to their service Four wagons and eight oxes he gave unto the sons of Moriah. According unto their service unto the hand of Ibrahim, the son of Aaron the priest. But watch this. But unto the sons of Kohath he gave none. You know why? Brother Barry doesn't mention about David. He doesn't mention about the dancing and he messed up the first time. You know what he was talking about? The first time to get the ark. Amen. and bring it back to where it belonged. He put it on a cart just like everybody else. But that was not God's plan. That was not God's way. Hallelujah. So, so God's way was just what we fixed fixing to say right here. But unto the sons of Kohath he gave none. Because the service of the sanctuary belonging unto them was that they should what? Bear, bear it upon their shoulders. Amen. Guess what? They didn't get the privilege to look at the beauty of it. They didn't get the privilege, amen, to going in and watching the operation of the glory of God. They didn't get to entertain none of that. In fact, Aaron and his sons would take the badger skins and the other skins and cover up every item. And arrange and set them. They would only come in after all the glory and the splendor and the shining lights. Am preaching to us? God's looking for some people. Amen. They don't have to have the glitter. They don't have to have their names exalted and all this other stuff. But they're willing, amen, to stay right where they've been called amen as he didn't allow them to let the wagons carry carry the, the 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 vessels amen for that tabernacle no amen they got to bear it on their shoulders and they got to carry it. this part's never going to change i'm going to tell you something the only way you and i is going to be saved is by the foolishness of preaching not foolish preaching but by the foolishness of preaching that's how we're going to be saved i believe in singing i love singing i love anointed singing but just having singing won't save us just having prayer meetings won't save us and all of this is a part and all this plays a part in shaping us and molding us and making us through and what God desires us to be as his workmanship but I'm telling you amen the preaching of the gospel the preaching of the word of God hallelujah and not only that but having the ear to cure what the preacher's saying having an ear to cure it and a heart to understand it and when it finds its place in my heart when it finds its place in my spirit amen I wouldn't shove it off I wouldn't cast aside oh no amen I I want that one of the man of God. Amen. When he steps in that pulpit under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And preaches me the word of God. Amen. It's like a hammer. And there's some things that's got to be beaten out of me. And it may take a week. It may take a month. It may take 10 years. It may take 20 years. It took 20 years to get Jacob in place. Do you know why God was willing to work with Jacob? Because on that first night. As he left his home, as he left his mom and daddy, and he set those stones for a pillar to lay his head. Bible said God gave him a dream. Gave him a dream of a ladder that extended from the earth to the heavens. Angels ascending and descending. Jacob wakes up the next morning. He said, Surely the Lord was in this place. I knew it not. And he calls it Bethel. Bethel means the house of God. You know what Jacob says? He says, it's going to take this God. It's going to take this Jehovah God. And only thing he asks for, watch him. only thing he asks for. Food, raiment, and peace in his family. Somehow to unite it. Somehow to bring it back together. Only this God... I'm going to tell you something. Only the real moving of the Holy Ghost to keep us unified. You better hear me tonight. Not just this local assembly, but as you watch time comes and we make our way to the end time, it's going to be the old-fashioned moving of the Holy Ghost. It's going to keep us unified. It's going to keep us strong. It's going to keep us together. It's going to keep us from compromising and falling to the wayside amen it won't just be what's on the sign out there amen but it's what's going to be hanging on our hearts it's going to be what our hearts has shaped and molded amen and you know what there's only one amen that can can help bring all this about and help us amen to experience this and see it transpire and see it take place I'm telling you if there's ever been a time that you and I need to be praying God you help us become the workmanship of your spirit you help us become the workmanship of the word of God you help us become the work workmanship of prayer and intercessory prayer. You have to become the workmanship of, your, of worshiping you and you along, bowing our knees to no other, making confession to no other. I'm telling you, the devil's doing everything he can to distract some of you and pull you out, but God's mercy and grace is working. Hallelujah. You know why? Because he sees your heart and he wants to work for you. He's got all your days mapped out. He's got it all laid out for you. Just stay with it. I'm not telling you it's going to be easy, but I'm telling you we can become the workmanship of the holy ghost we become the workmanship of the love of god and the power of god amen as we humble and yield ourselves unto him so how does all of this come about ephesians the second chapter we begin to read in the first verse i knew who he quickened who was dead in trespasses and sinned i'll tell you what we need a revelation Amen, across america about sin. we need an eye opening about sin. We're living in a world and a society today, and if we're not careful, even as apostolics, that gadget will have a, have a tendency to callous our conscience, our spirit. And it definitely affects our entertainment. There's some of you right now itching, amen, to get that phone up, afraid of what you may be missing. Can have the same effect. Be the same thief. What's this, distractor. Why do you think we got states is passing laws? If they catch you on that cell phone, you get a... I ain't a cell phone, but if they catch you on a cell phone, you get a ticket. Why? Because if you texting or whatever, you can cause a wreck. He won't only take your life, but he could take somebody else's. So there's the problem. Were he in any time passed, he walked according to the course of this world. And according to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversations in time past. In the lust of the, our flesh and the fulfilling of the desires of the flesh and of the mind. We're by nature the children of wrath... Even as others by nature, a man. But God, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins and had quickened us together with Christ, and hath raised us up together to made us to set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, now watch this, that in the ages or in the world to come. That he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We should walk in. In His goodness, we should walk, Amen. In the power, Amen. We want to become, Amen, the vessels that He wants us to be. And I won't hold you, but just a couple of more minutes, if you don't mind. But I'm going to jump, Amen, to Philippians one and six. I'm sorry, Philippians two and thirteen. This scripture here, Amen. It just seems to really, uh, just, just works on my heart. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up and just just kind of go through some of this, if you don't mind. To watch what's this happens here. What are we trying to get happen here? What's, what's, and, and, and I hope you don't get tired about this, but, 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 but watch anyway. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit. Notice it's capitalized there, talking about the Holy Ghost. If any bowels of mercy, that's the most tender parts of mercy in. And the Holy Ghost and the operation. Fulfill ye my joy that ye might be like-minded to having the same love. this, like-minded to catch some of these words. He wants us to be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. When's the last time you was in a service? And, and you know, you, you really want to get with a service, but man, there was 900 other things coming in your mind. Or was you just too busy trying to read and get something for yourself so you wouldn't really connect it with? Those actions, even in service, you can grieve the Spirit. That's the reason, you know, well, that's went over good, but it's still the truth. The truth. He wants us to get in one mind. And believe it. How many of you believe he wants us to get in one mind in every service? In one spirit in every service. He wants us to connect. I wonder just how far apart we all are we we'll pull in that drive out there with we'll our busy schedules and dealing with life and all that. And so that's the reason we make our way through that prayer room. That prayer room starts unifying us and joining us and binding us. It helps us to start laying down weights that we had to pick up through the day. It helps us to get focused and connected and hooked up. Let nothing be done through strive or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look, not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Coming with that kind of purpose, that kind of drive. I want to be a blessing to others. I want to help others. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made of himself no reputation. But took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto the death even the death of the cross. Servant willing to die. We know what the scripture has taught us about dying. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus Christ every knee should bow. Of the things in heaven and things in earth. Things under the earth that at every tongue should what? Confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. We know all this. We, we're coming together. We're united together. We're bonding together. <laughs> Wherefore my beloved. As ye have always obeyed not in my presence only. But now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear. And trembling, for it is God which worketh in you. There is the key verse. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It's God that puts that wheel. It's God, man, that places it. That passion, that desire, that affection, man after my own heart. With all of his boo-boos and all of his mistakes, <laughs> just keep coming back. Loving God and repenting. Not, not pointing a finger at nobody else. No, he didn't do that. That was the difference between him and Saul. Saul wanted to blame the people and blame everybody else but not David. When he finally was brought to his attention by the man of God, a man he was willing to repent. <laughs> Do all things without murmuring and disputings, that he may be what blameless and harmless the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked. Hear that last verse in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom he shine as lights in the world. Now watch this. As we depart from here tonight. Different members, different parts. And we got to go to different areas. Okay? A toe's going to go to Pasigula. Ears going to Ocean Springs. Arms going to wind up in McLean. But there's something about those members, even though they don't look. And don't take that wrong. Just the same but there's something that flows out of each one of them members that ties them together they ought to have they ought to be speaking the same thing the same uh attributes They ought to be so much alike that they could take, you know, that's an arm, but I know what body they belong to. That's an ear, <laughs> but you know what? I know where the remainder of the body's at. This ideal that America's gotten to the place that the church can look like the world and still witness to the world. You know what's happened to us? Not only as a religious movement. We can't affect the world. Because now we haven't come out of the world. We just brought the world in. But when you become a part of this body. As he just talked about the lust we walked in. The course we was taken. and But not any longer. That's the reason. Our spirit. Our conversation. What's this? If you study the word "conversation," it means conduct. In other words, at the same end, attacked the ear, the toe, the arm. It would get the same response. Same response. It's not going to be confused. Well, I don't know about that. I don't believe it. Come on, I'm preaching more than what you think I am. Praise God. That's the reason we have to unify. That's the reason we have to study this. That's the reason we have to, what's in the book, what what God. You know, if you cut my ear off. Would cut Casey's ear off. <laughs> We're not going to cut it off. <laughs> and put my ear on the side of his head. And took his ear and put it on the side of my head. It wouldn't, something wouldn't just look right, would it? If you listen to the religious world. They want us all to unify. All brothers and all sisters and all going to heaven and all. Well, I know this. This don't go over good. It doesn't go over good. But there's only one body. And I believe you could cut any part of the member of this body a surgeon could walk back in here into this body. This is a God that even though the body had been so scattered and had been so bleached and the buzzards and the creatures had scattered the bones from one spectrum to the other. in that body. Oh, but it's by the preaching and the obedience of the man of God. Say, God, you know, he didn't want those bones only to leave, honey. They had to come together and I can promise you that guy that was 6 foot 4 and weighed 420 pounds knee didn't run over here to this little guy weighing 80 pounds (laughs) and when when he prophesied again and began to put flesh on it he didn't put 10 pounds on a 6 foot 4 boy some of you like you bored to death I'm preaching something right here tonight that could change your world if you ever get the revelation of it. If you ever really get, if you ever tap into it, hmm. I could be everything He wants me to be. Doesn't matter what it's at, in this body of believers. And we could turn this community upside down. Because you could scatter this, members. I have the same message, carrying the same spirit, the same power of love, the same ability. I'm not talking about gifts as far as some of that, but I'm talking about the doctrines and things. There'll be enough familiarity. <laughs> have you walked up to somebody you hadn't seen them in years, but you're saying, hey, I, I know there's about three or four of y'all, but hey, I know you're one of them. I've been called Danny, I've been called Joseph, I've been called Anthony, I've been called Harold. And you know what? Most of the time, I don't even correct them. J.D. Dixon call, has called me Joseph. calls me Joe. He's called me Joe for I don't know how many years. I don't even correct him. It don't bother me. It don't shame me one bit. I can be called by any of my brothers. Now, chew on that one a while. Uh, I ain't trying to be ugly. I'm just telling you. I'm not ashamed to be of this group church. We're not ashamed. We're not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of my brothers and sisters. I'm not ashamed of one of them. And by God's mercy and grace. That's how we're going to win this thing sister Jessica. That's how we're going to overcome. The hiccups. And the trials. We've all got them. Ain't nobody in this house is exempt from them. Some of you having to deal with some certain things that some others had not but everybody's having. not Ain't nobody in here perfect. But we're all striving and th- that's the key. I'm going to help my brother. I'm going to help my sister. We're going to overcome this thing. I'm going to weep with them that weep and I'm going to rejoice with them that rejoice. Part of the members, part of the body. I don't know what time's up. Let's stand. Love you tonight. Appreciate your, uh, your attendance, your faithfulness. Amen. To come and the worship, the, the response here. Amen. Let's keep these that came up in prayer. Let's keep them in our prayers. They need a touch of God and direction in their lives. And we want God to do that. Amen. Uh, let's lift up one another. Let's pray for one another. I know you may be pressured times not have the time to call every name, but if you do, amen, take the time to pray and lift up, amen. I'd really love to see some parts of this body, amen, to really uh, get some victory. And I don't say that like they're what I'm just saying. I just love to see because I know there's some areas in their lives. They would love to get some victories over, amen. I'd love to see it. So we're going to unite, bond together, love you tonight, appreciate you. Let God put the will. God will put the will in us. Watch this. Anybody ever notice the more you pray, the more you want to pray? The more you read and study your Bible, the more. But if you miss a day or two, all of a sudden you find yourself having to really discipline yourself. And saying, all right, boy. God, got to get that thing in the mirror and pull him up right that mirror and say, now I'm fixing to get you. We have to do that sometimes. Looking in that mirror. You know, you can grab your own neck. You know, you, you know how much to squeeze. <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right. Love you. Appreciate you. We really do. Pray for one another. Let's pray for our country. God bless you.